This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. This is part three of Practice Giving. How does giving more help prove you belong to Jesus? And today we're going to talk about restitution, which I am finding is a lost word Mm. in the body of Christ. Mm. People understand it uh, in the legal system usually but they don't but when you say restitution is a core theme of scripture it's like what you know i mean it's, it's really interesting what do you mean um but this was one of the proofs that jesus looked on and said based on external evidence i see that Zac- zacchaeus has received salvation the first evidence he saw was he opened up his home his personal space he he he, he let me into his personal space his castle his safe place then the second evidence I see that Zacchaeus has really received salvation is, is that he took on God's heart and gave to the poor. Mm-hmm. Is that and and I didn't have to ask him to do it. He mm-hmm. just did it. Um, he volunteered to do it. Um, and then uh, the third one is he's making restitution. Mm-hmm. And he, the restitution um, is Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, "Behold, watch." Lord, I, I'm half of my goods I give to the poor. So there's the volunteer I'm giving half my... Mm. But then he said, if I have defrauded anyone of anything, which you have as a tax collector <laughs> in their day, I restore it fourfold. Mm. Fourfold. I'm going to give them four times as much for what I defrauded mm. them. And Jesus looked on and said... This is the this is so in my face that this is the kind of evidence that I'm looking for that says you're really saved. Salvation yeah. has really come to this home, come to your home. There's there's I see godly sorrow here. You can't miss it. Mm-hmm. And we discussed yesterday how the uh, weird weird is that the Pharisees and Sadducees looked on and they did miss it. But yeah. but Jesus looked on and said you can't miss it. This guy's mm-hmm. really uh, he's there. Re- he's there. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about restitution. Um, so what is biblical restitution? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not that much different from law, from the law, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, and Zacchaeus, so what is biblical restitution and how does it help prove mm-hmm. that you belong to Jesus? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you can go all the way back to the, the law of Moses mm-hmm. and see, um, you, you know, they had prescribed things of if you cost this man this much, well, you have to repay it and 20%. Yeah. Um, or if uh, you killed an ox, well, you got to give him two ox back, mm-hmm. oxen mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this idea of repayment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hate that. <laughs> <laughs> We like forgiveness. We love forgiveness. We love forgiveness. Um, but we don't like repayment. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, because, in, I'll say it. Can I say it? Uh, say away. This is our podcast. We can say it. Grace without restitution is cheap. Ooh. Um, and Ooh. it's not that, so say you've lived a colorful life and you find yourself where you're like, man, I, I, do, I do feel like I owe restitution. Mm-hmm. It's not that you got to go back and, you know, 
Zacchaeus was a tax collector. He probably had records. He could go back to his records and say, hey, I cheated this person this much, this mm-hmm. much, this much, yeah. and this much. I'm going to pay you back four times. Right. It's not that you have to necessarily go back and look exactly at your life mm-hmm. and say, all right, these are all, all of these different things. Mm-hmm. If I die before I pay restitution on these, then my salvation is not real. That's not it, right. We're not going to that level. Yeah. But it is the, I remember what I was like before the Lord. Yes. And now I've met him and I feel the burden to impact the kingdom this much mm. because of what I was before. Mm-hmm. That's a healthy drive. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad, that's not a bad drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's just grace of, oh, I'm forgiven and I'm great and, I don't really have to change much about my life. Mm-hmm. Then it's not, it's not real grace. Mm. Grace empowers change mm-hmm. more than anything. Grace is meant is given yeah. to empower change. Yeah. Uh, as pastors today, what are some common ways we see people who have received genuine salvation making restitution? What What are some things we see them doing? Yeah. Um, uh, one of the really active ways, um, which really is time and money combined, is missions okay. at, at Abundant Life Church. Uh, they know what they were. They know what they're like now. They know what it means to move forward. And so they say, you know, I have a testimony. I'm going to take it to the nations. So this is a common a common theme. You'll see a person that has received genuine salvation, and that same person is because they are uh, making restitution and then they're not even calculating it. No one told them to do it. Mm. They're just, they're just naturally interested in trying to get other people Mm. to receive the same salvation that they received. And these people will go to great lengths to help those other people receive salvation. And they're Mm -hmm. making, that's a form of restitution, Mm -hmm. right? Um, That they're doing there. Uh, absolutely. So that's a very, very common one. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the forms of restitution to receive of people who have received genuine salvation? Yeah, I think um, I think they're willing. You know, we talked about it in the context of missions, but you see those people at church services, and they just start interacting with the lost and fallen away that come in those doors Mm. and they have such compassion to them Mm. because they remember what they were like. (laughs) You know, uh, I can think of a person, we had our men's small group this morning and I can think of a person, he has so much compassion because he remembers what he was like. Mm. And he's like, the Lord saved me. Yeah. So he could save you. (laughs) You know, uh, on a simple thing, I say, I did youth for 18 years. I say, I have never met a youth Mm. as bad as I was. Yeah. And therefore, over 18 years, um, we had youth do crazy stuff, <laughs> but I never had one as bad as I was. Yeah. And and so uh, that, that was really, I mean, in, in a sense, that's 18 years of making mm. restitution for the kind of youth mm. that I was. <laughs> and... and See what I'm saying? It's like you know, somebody somebody had patience on me. I must have patience on them. Yeah, I mean, and and it wasn't a it was a volunteer thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, youth, uh, you know, they do they they are what they are. You know, do what they do. Um, and so uh, so it's it was a that's a rest Mm. that's a way of making restitution, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I've seen it in marriage. I've seen people make restitution in marriage. 
you take one marriage partner that has really messed up, mm. that should have ended the marriage, but because forgiveness was extended and because grace was given, mm. there was a genuine change. And then that partner that screwed up spent the rest of their life making restitution mm. for that. And it's not a burden. It, mm. They're happy to spend the rest of their life making restitution. Mm. And of I messed up this marriage. It should have cost us our marriage, mm. but it didn't. And therefore, I'm going to spend the rest of my life being loyal, faithful, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. whatever that looks like, being loyal and faithful. And yeah. I, I've seen it in, so I've seen it in marriage. I've, I've seen it in other areas. I've seen it with children. Um, you know, when there is a genuine recognition of I messed up and it should have cost me more than it did. Yeah. So, but it didn't cost me as much as it should. I'm now happy to spend the rest of my life making restitution yep. for that. Yeah. And whatever that looks like, whether that's through faithfulness, through loyalty, through laying down your life mm-hmm. for that. But I, I'm happy to spend the rest of my life making restitution because I'm happy to, because yeah. Zacchaeus, I should not have been included in the people of God, yeah. but Jesus included me in the people of God. Yet here I am. Yeah, here yeah. I am. Uh, l- last story. I this is implied in scripture. This is what I you have to read through the lines on this one. Mm. I genuinely believe this is the Nicodemus story. Mm. Nicodemus, we we call him Nick at night because <laughs> when the other disciples were following Jesus during the day, yeah. Nicodemus came to him at night when no one else could see. Yeah. We call him Nick at night. And we we view Nicodemus as the guy that turned away. Yeah. But we see him later in the Gospels defending Jesus to the Sanhedrin. Mm. And, of course, then they put political pressure on him. And we see him later in life as the guy that helped bury Jesus. Mm. And then the last record we have of Nicodemus was him spending a hoard of money Mm. to anoint Jesus' body with special oils and ointments at his death. That's the last record we have of Nicodemus. So he's making restitution, but I believe it went further than that. And let me tell you how, why I believe it went further than that. The church had a problem mm-hmm. within a couple of years. And mm-hmm. you know what the main problem the church had was? The Pharisees were getting converted. Mm-hmm. And when they were getting converted, they were bringing their legalism into the church, but they were having genuine conversions. Mm-hmm. Where do we think that came from? I think there's a high likelihood that that came from Nicodemus's restitution. Yeah, He's saying, I missed it. I, I, mm. I really did. I missed it. I was the Nick at night guy mm. when the other disciples were the daytime guys. I compromised. I missed it. But maybe God could still use me. Mm. And what the evidence is, is that the church now has got a lot of Pharisees that have been converted and come into the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, now I get there's a little bit of conjecture in there, so mm-hmm. don't make that a hill to die on, okay? Mm-hmm. But you do see evidence of restitution in the anointments that he gave yeah. and, the, and yeah. the standing up for Jesus in the, what, in the Sanhedrin, all what, of that. What did we do the math at one point? It would have been like all of you, like if you had a 401k that you had poured into for 30 or 35 years. It Cashed been, it out. It would have been like taking your whole 401k. and it, it, That's how much. Yeah. And the dead body crazy. doesn't need that much. No. 
No. You see what I'm saying? No. But he that's how much he gave mm. at Jesus' burial. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it's far conjecture to say that probably all these Pharisees getting saved, mm. probably that Nicodemus was involved in that. Yeah. So th- th- that's another have, example of restitution. Have you ever thought this this is just now this is just me uh, thinking now in this moment. Have you ever thought that they looked at that and said, you know, Mary was a prostitute and she was saved and she took everything that she had mm. and poured it at the feet of Jesus before mm. he died. Yep. And I do. They, they looked, think, think about this now, a well-known, successful, well-thought-of Pharisee using a prostitute as a model yep. on how he was supposed to worship Jesus. I, I believe that happened. Yeah. I do. It's crazy. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.